Welcome, everybody, to the GBO podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, man. Oh, boy. How you doing tonight? Well, you can never take for granted the women dominating and doing whatever it takes to win games and just making their third consecutive Final Four, and half of the GBO will be there. Yeah. Um, if the other guy on the GBO could just quit his job or take some vacation. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it happens. Dude, I like, like the, the busiest part of my year is also con- like happens with basketball season, but uh, that's okay. neither here nor there. But hey, hey, let's give a shout out to all these Gamecock fans, some of the bandwagons that's texted me tonight, and they're all worried after that first quarter, and they're like, Maryland's well, playing is too strong. Well, yeah. I'm like this. Guys, is this the first time you're watching a game? Because it doesn't, and you don't get worried until that second quarter, and we dominate the second. We we, we got to give a shout out to them. like 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 welcome to the bandwagon, welcome to the party at the uh, uh, Game Talk Nation. Uh, if you haven't been with here with us all year, what you watch tonight is what this team has done all year long. All right, it isn't pretty at times. Right, we missed some shots at times. A lot of late. We we don't make our free throws at times, but but Bryce, what have we been saying all year? We win anyway. It doesn't matter. That's right, and we win anyway, and that's just that's just who this team is. And um, you know, how about Maryland with the different strategy tonight? Instead of you know getting you know filling up the paint, they pressed us and pressed our guards, and we it took a, a quarter for us to figure it out. But once we figured that out, that second quarter, what twenty three to nine in that second quarter, just straight dominance and all that momentum that Maryland had coming out of that first quarter, they couldn't handle us. And did you see how many little fouls they got tired in that second quarter and they just started fouling, fouling, fouling? And at one point, I thought they were going to run out of girls to play basketball. Yeah, like like so so yes, we got them in foul trouble early, and it was just great. And uh, the the team did not play great against UCLA. Uh, and uh, two, two nights ago, just were, did not have an identity offensively. If this was your first game that you've watched, it was worse than tonight even for, from an offensive standpoint. But they shut them down defensively. And one thing that we did today that I just absolutely loved was that we came out and we – just had a focus about pounding the ball inside and it racked up those fouls and it got Boston going. And, um, you, you know, and, and when we couldn't score, we were getting to the free throw line, making one or two. That's something at least, you know, this was the like, game Boston had had one of these games where Dawn was going to play those starters a lot. And, you know, you saw in that first half, they played the backups maybe for four or five minutes and, they put the starters back in because Don was only trusting the starters because when the backups came in, Cardoso, Johnson, and others, they didn't come up, go start hard. I guess a little bit of their defense was lacking. And Don put the starters back in and kind of kept them in most of the game. This was a game where we had to depend on Boston. She put the team on its back and Cook in that second quarter. I think she had seven, nine straight points. She took over that quarter. And in that second half, Boston wasn't going to let us lose or even get into a close game. She was just straight dominant in that second half. It just, 
I'll give Maryland some credit. They they did not double Boston. They tried to hit us with a half court trap, which we which we hadn't seen all season really, like or not a ton at least. And uh, and it gave us a lot of trouble in that first quarter. But because of that, it meant that they were Ding up. It, it meant they weren't doubling Boston. And and ultimately, you know, we've been saying it all year. She, she's the player of the year. She's the reigning player of the year. She should be the player of the year. She doesn't have quite the stats that everybody else does because she gets double and triple teamed all season long. And also, we're always up by 20 points, so Dawn falls her. You know, like – <laughs> but hey, Boston, Boston with 33 minutes tonight, I think she averages around 24 minutes a game. So you could see how most of those starters got 30 plus minutes. It's tournament time, man. And and, and uh, the rotations, you, you know, Dawn's been running a, a big rotation playing 10, 11, 12 girls all season long. And um, you, you it's just it's just gonna the rotation is gonna tighten. Boston's gonna play a lot, and as a result, the team is better. The team's better when when Boston's playing 33, 34, 35 minutes than they are when she's playing twenty two or twenty four. You and know, how, like it, And then how about Cook and Beal and Bree Hall? That second half, just making shots, just making shots. Like just I, when they cut it to six or eight, three pointer. Three Obviously, this team's hitting three. Sumter ain't nobody beating us. Yeah, and they and they started hitting them in the second half. You know, they started they started hitting them in the second half. They actually hit a few in the second quarter too. Uh, Bree Hall, I love watching her shoot the basketball. Like it's just it, it's just wonderful. And yeah, there's just I, I sent out a tweet from Saturday's game that you know you pencil in Bree Hall as your starter at the three next year. I mean, obviously we got we got two more basketball games to win here, but uh, I cannot wait for a Bree Hall heater next season when she's just in the game and and just starts raining threes. It's just yeah, it's this team's just really, really, really good. Lot just, of talk on. A lot of talk on Gamecock Twitter tonight that this was a good game for us to play against a team with a strong defense that kind of early on shut down our guards. And, and of course, you know, Dawn worked around it, but I think it was good for us to have this game right now. And then going against Iowa, they have a good defense and they have this powerful offense. And I don't know about you, I want to throw up every time I hear a uh, you know, they talk about Caitlin Clark last night with the triple-double. Great job. You play 39 minutes a game. If you have a pulse, you're going to score that many dang points. I don't know, man. She did put up 40 points with that triple-double. Like, that's, know, but that's all something. they talked about all day. But guess what? We get that matchup all, all beginning of the tournament. What do we say, Sumter? Everyone wants we, that Iowa-South Carolina matchup. This is what we wanted all season long. And and it's now and, and we can now talk about it. This is oh gosh, we, we we can now. I've been so scared of just assuming we're playing Iowa that that I was going to jinx this, you know. But but thank goodness the 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 women delivered here, and uh, and we're going to get this matchup. This is what everybody wants to see. Everybody wants to see, you, you know, uh, our defense, you, you know, try to wrangle Caitlin Clark, you, you know, like. Well, at the end of the day, I think they were talking about it. Just the ratings are going to be stupid for Friday night. Do I like that we're a 9 o'clock tip Eastern, 8 o'clock Central? 
I would think they would have wanted to put it at prime time at seven o'clock, but is the other game gonna be seven o'clock? Yeah, they put us at the nine o'clock. It's 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 because we're gonna deliver. Like like the, it's gonna rate the same. Basically, it's basic. Anybody that's gonna anybody that was gonna watch it is just is gonna is gonna watch it at nine. That was gonna watch it at seven. But what it's gonna do? Are you ready for what it's gonna do? It's gonna drive ratings for uh, for LSU and the winner of this game that's going on right now. Like um, because because we're all gonna tune in in the last thirty minutes and we're gonna watch the end. Like like it's gonna be Friday night. But you know, eight thirty, we're gonna turn the basketball game on. We're gonna tune in. And it's gonna be, and, and it's gonna be LSU, Virginia Tech, or Ohio State here. Oh, I, I'll tell you what else I would love. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Come on, Virginia Tech. Like they're talking about, oh, it would be the first time in like ever that like three Big Ten teams made the Final Four. Yada 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 for us to, for for both of them to lose tonight, and us put more SEC teams in the Final Four than, than Big Ten teams. That's what I want to do. We got to go send some mail, an email to Mitch because he's blocked us on Twitter. He's blocked us on Twitter. I, I, I'm going to create Twitter. If, if I, if, if we did this for, if, if we did this like as our day job, Bryce, I would just be creating GBO Podcast One, like, like just, just all kinds of GBO Pod Twitter accounts to handle to, uh, to hassle Mitch because, like, yeah, like, I mean, let's talk about it. LSU. Just they cruised. Hey, they they are a matchup nightmare against other teams. Yeah. But we match up very well with them. Well, well, Bryce, here's the other thing, man. We match up well against everybody. <laughs> like John says that in the uh, in the locker room, and going, we really match up well with this team. No, she's like, we're going to dominate you when we play. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like we match up well against them. Like, I, actually, I'll tell you what, what was funny that we did tonight. We we went heavy Saxton in favor of Cardoso. We went a little smaller than well, we normally Saxton, do. Saxton struggled early, but the defense was there. And it was he, it was a you know, vintage Saxton game. She two loves points, that five points, six rebounds, two blocks. That's her two two blocks, six hustle plays. Yes, sign me up for that. Like just but to just get to say, this game. I mean, look. I mean, I know we just won and we're ahead of the Final Four, but we got to talk about this Iowa game. Caitlin Clark, did you catch much of that game the other night? I did not. I, I was I was at a robotics competition, and I was happy I was able to follow and watch our game. I wasn't watching much else. All right, so Louisville put a six foot and six two girl on her early, and it kind of slowed her down. And I think Louisville got up eight nothing, and then Caitlin Clark just went off towards the end of the first and then dominated that second quarter. I think she had 21 points around halftime or right before halftime, 21 points. Uh, well, when you score 40, you, you scored 20 in the first half, that helps. You must be good at math, Sumter. You must teach math. I don't teach math, actually. I just can add, you know, like, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, but, but yeah. Iowa has this one big girl. I think she's around six three, six four. But outside of that, they just got power guards and those six foot girls. You know, they just kind of like that UConn, that old feel of UConn, and they can just muscle you. And then they're all three point shooting. So what I want to do, all right, is I I don't care about Caitlin Clark. Okay, Are I want to play. Teamer? Don't know double But maybe a little if she gets going. But like. I want to play our game, 
okay? I want to play our game. I want to hassle every single player on this Iowa team and make them absolutely uncomfortable and make them – and I want to make Caitlin Clark score 60 points to beat us. That's what I want. Like, 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 I think we just put I, – I don't Beal, you start Beal on her? Start Beal on her, bring in a me hair, you, you know, and just, and just rotate the two of them on her all night long. And, um, and then, and then, and literally put the other four players that are on the floor on Iowa through the worst offensive experience of their lives to where when, to where when anybody but Caitlin Clark touches the ball, it's a steal there. We're in their face. It's the most intense defense they've ever seen. Well, they haven't seen anything that we're like we're going to bring them, and I think Dawn's probably going to plan up some scheme. Even though we probably don't scheme up, I, w- I would say there's probably two teams, maybe three teams all year that this team's probably schemed on. But I think they'll have a plan for her. And at the end of the day, if you shut down everyone around her, I don't think she can sing- single handedly beat you. She can't. She can't. You don't see girls scoring sixty points. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? Caitlin Clark scores 60 points and beats us. Tip of the cap to her. You can't get like, mad at that. Yeah, not, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. She might be the best player in the league. Like, <laughs> I mean, do you think her game the other night, has she cemented her national player of the year? Well, isn't it supposed to be voted on in the regular season? Well, I don't think, unless I'm, we blatantly missed it, I'm pretty sure it comes out this week. Well, it's so like it's a regular season award. I, I think I'm not a hundred percent positive on that. If you can, if you can factor in the tournament, but but uh, and so it shouldn't. Like they're gonna give it to her anyway, just because you know it's the same reason that Mitch guy in North Carolina voted for Indiana. He was just tired of voting for South Carolina as number one. That's the only, he he gave a bunch of reasons that week as to why he voted for Indiana to be number one over over us. But the real reason was that he was just tired of us being number one. And so, like, I totally could see the voters, you know, talking themselves into giving Caitlin Clark the player of the year because, because they're, you know, because Aaliyah Boston is who she is, the best player in the league, and everybody knows it. And so we're going to vote for somebody else. He plays to win the game. Is that what you're saying? She does. She does. And, and you know what she's done, Bryce? What's she's, that? She's, she's won a whole lot of them this season. <laughs> well, it's the game of the year coming up, and I'm just, I'm just, you know, you, you think you get used to it, but you still get excited all day today at work. I was just giddy about tonight. I was nervous, actually. Were I you? was nervous. Yeah. So, like, Maryland, so it's funny. This game that we played tonight was basically the same game we played in College Park uh, back in November, where, where like, like it was ugly to begin with. They got up for a little bit and we took the lead back, but just like it's it. And then we just put it away in one by 20 in the second half. And, um, and like, I just, with Diamond Miller coming back, you know, all these other teams losing, just, it just, I had a, I, I for whatever reason had a bad feeling, especially with Cook having such a bad game against UCLA. Like, like I was just nervous they were going to come out and look flat and not be able to catch back up. But this team did what they did all season. Came out and looked flat and then just wore Maryland down and wore them down and wore them down. They scored they had less than 10 points in the second quarter. Like, hey, they had Diamond Miller and then they had that Myers girl. 
that got going early. But guess what? I think she had 14 in the first half and or 12 in the first half and either two or zero in that second half. And then she fouled out beginning of the fourth. Yeah. It's just a, just a great game all the way around. Uh, I want to do a uh, modern exterminating. We know what bugs you or what's, what's bugging that? us this week. All right. So all our friends out there, make sure you go to modern. Uh, you can call them, get a, uh, if you have any um, pest control issues, um, give modern a call. Mention the GBO discount. You get 10% off your first uh, your first pest control treatment. Um, the modern exterminating, what's bugging me this week, Bryce, is all these people who are just and, – and it's not just the bandwagoners. that are, It's not just game cognition that hadn't been with the team all season that's showing up, that, that was showing up tonight. It's people who have been watching this team the whole time who just complain and complain and complain about how bad they sometimes play at these given times. And just like these these women are incredible and they're they're what 37, 38, no. And like 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 what more do you want for for them? That it's it's almost like they're in the lead eight and it's just like, hey, we're gonna go miss 20 layups, shoot 50% from, from the free throw line. And we're winning by 20. Come at us. You know, like, like, like what more? Just, just, just accept that this team is who they are. Well, the women are 36 and 0, and they got to win two more and they'll get. Excuse me. I, I, I got ahead of myself. It, it's, it's 38. It, it's a 38 game season. They're, they're attempting to go 38. No, pardon me. They're undefeated. That's what I was trying to say. They haven't lost. Quit bashing them every time they come out and miss a layup. I'll admit, sometimes during the game, I'm guilty of, man, we're getting pushed around, but then I need to remember, and it comes to my head later, that says, don't worry, yeah, this team's no going They will evolve. It doesn't matter what a team throws at them. They will evolve and find another way around it. Yeah. It, it, until this team loses, I'm not complaining about nothing. Just, even, even 50% free throws? Doesn't matter. They, they should miss them all. There's a guy on Twitter that I will not name that talked about free throws on Twitter all night long. All night long. And it's, it's, they, they've been a poor free throw shooting hey, team. We've been almost season. last in the conference six or seven years in a row. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> now, when Darren Horn said that about the men's team, the free throws didn't matter. It's different in the men's game. No, it's so so sure. Maybe it's different in the men's game, but if Darren Horn was undefe- ever went undefeated to a Final Four, I would be fine with him saying at a press conference, "Free throws don't matter." That'd be fine if Dawn came out and said, "With this team, you know, free, free, free throws don't matter." Like everyone on Twitter, but yeah, yeah, free throws don't count. Oh my gosh! But just like every first quarter. Like, like every single game, every big game they've played, UConn, Stanford, UCLA both times, Maryland both times, every time they've played these games, they've gotten down and everybody comes out just like South Carolina's just beating themselves. You know what? South Carolina's never beaten themselves, ever. Hey, Not this season. Do you know what the modern exterminating, we know what bugs you was bugging Maryland tonight? What was that? Offensive and defensive rebounds. We almost pulled oh. them up and rebound. Hit, hit me with the stats, man. I, I haven't looked at it. I got it for you. We had 48 rebounds to their 26. Stupid. And either there's times where we missed three shots in a row 
we just kept on getting offensive rebounds. Actually, are you ready for what my favorite South Carolina play is? What's that? Right? Right? It's it's when we make the first free throw, miss the second, get the offensive rebound, and have another possession. Like, like that's actually genius. <laughs> if you if you rebound 50% of your misses. All right. Shouldn't that take your free throw percentage from 50 percent to 75 because it's giving you a second possession to score a bucket and get two points instead of one? And then when we start making all our free throws, we're, make, we're shooting 120 percent from the line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats to the ladies. I have no complaints and my phone's blowing up. Sorry for all the beeping. Um Everyone's excited about the final four. And you know what? Something- how many people, how many people have asked you for tickets? Right now, I got three requests already. Three requests already. And the GBO <laughs> is strugg- the GBO is struggling to get tickets, but we're gonna get tickets because we have one or two friends in the top hundred of the Gamecock Club. If if so, so if you if you don't know Bryce, y'all, if you don't know Bryce. If there's a, I'm saying this out loud. People, p- people are going to start DMing the the uh, the Twitter pod. Let them know. Bryce, Bryce can get a ticket to a Gamecock sporting event, no um, matter what. No matter what. I once watched him get. So it was the Clemson game Thanksgiving the, the uh, Thanksgiving weekend at Clemson. I want to say it was a Dylan Thompson Bruce Ellington game. Third and um, long, Dylan Thompson. Yeah, yeah, and uh, where it was cold as all get out, and um, and I remember I had asked Bryce for tickets. He told me I got you too. Right, my seat where I was sitting changed eight times. He he kept getting tickets, selling them, giving them to more people for face say, for face value. Yeah. It was, it was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I, I want to say you brought twelve people to that football game. Like like all there the week five of that- ticket requests. I ended up filling five tickets. You know, ten total tickets that day. Yeah. It was a weird day. And and you sold two great seats for like three hundred dollars or something, and, and and profited on the entire event. Well, just but, enough. Uh, I didn't profit on my friends, just for people that yeah. weren't my friends. But 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 so anyway, so we will at any point in time if something happens where the where where Carolina qualifies for you know if if they qualify for the final four the women qualify for the final four it happened when the men made the tourney it happened when the men made made it to the final four just as soon as they win that game you'll just be sitting with Bryce and he'll just show you his phone and he'll just be like watch what's about to happen and like six texts will hit his phone asking him for tickets it's awesome. Well, all of you guys, if you're in the Gamecock Club, you got an email, especially if you had ordered women's tickets, and they only are giving out 200 total tickets to the Gamecock Club this year for $350 a booklet. Just for perspective, last year, they gave out 400 tickets, and you could order up to four. Now they limit, you only can order two tickets, and it's only 200 total, so the top 100 order, that's a shame. A lot of people are missing out out of the 12,000 Gamecock Club members. Um, little sad that the Gamecock, I don't know if it was them limiting it or, you know, NCAA tournament limiting each school and, you know, corporate sponsors getting our more local tickets out there, but the tickets on regular Ticketmaster are getting stupid for Friday night. Last year, what was the crowd like Friday night? It was a good crowd. I mean, it wouldn't, they might say it was a sellout. There was maybe 200 tickets open 
Um, but those tickets were 310 through the school. And it was a rowdy, a rowdy Friday night. So, so, so like, like, do, do you think there will be tickets available as we approach? Oh, there's approach tickets Friday out night? there. I mean, Ticketmaster, which means there are a lot of local tickets that have been bought up early on the year when they went on sale, I think, at the beginning of the season. Or it might be even early as end of last year, they put them out there already just to sell locals. Um, but this ticket's going to be hard to come by because, you know, Minneapolis, not many people wanted to go to 20-degree weather and snow in spring yeah. in Minneapolis. And Dallas, it's, you ready for this? Look at it, seventy-eight degrees and sunny Friday. Ooh. So, so what you're saying is we're not going to get pictures of you in the starter jacket. No, the GBO will, might be rocking some shorts and some flops. Some shorts and some flops. And as my wife says, that you know, their dad shorts and dad flops. Their New Balance with an extra cushion in there for the you know that arch support. Um. Well, well you're a dad now. You're allowed to rock it. But I'm excited. It's just gonna. It's just. It's gonna be a fun ticket. Dallas is fun. Always um, been to the airport there because you know flying with ease with CAE, you can get that direct flight. It's just a weird time, but um, Dallas will be fun. Glenn Matthews of the Modern Exterminator and Glenn and Melanie, the owners, are coming out there with us, and uh, it's gonna be a fun time. And hopefully, we bring back a victory because we're starting to trend. Glenn and I went last year, and we've got to keep that streak. And the women are going for the 10th ever undefeated national championship season. Why not us? What's Steve's 10th ever. 10th ever. That's awesome. Well, we actually need to – we can now actually we, – we've sort of hinted at talking about this team and, and them historically. Like, obviously, they have more work to do. But just – I mean, three Final Fours and – and, uh, and if it wasn't for COVID, it would be four straight. It would, it would be four, like like four Another straight title. final fours. That's that's hard to do. How, how many? I, I haven't looked UConn, at UConn. Outside of UConn, did Pat Summit ever do it at Tennessee? I mean, they had a streak going, but I don't know if they hit that many in a row. But you know, Candace Parker and them had some pretty good years. Wouldn't surprise me. But I mean, this this these women they've lost only eight games. And two of those were buzzer beaters. Yeah, the last two games they've they've the hey three of them you, you could call it a not buzzer beater. You, you, you know the the Stanford the Stanford Final Four game. Um, you could call <clears throat> the last three games they've lost that date back to two thousand and one. They've lost by one point. And. and they lost in the final four as sophomores by one point. They've lost two more times by one point since then. Both at the buzzer. And you know what? We're better because of it. Yeah, we are better because of it. I think those losses last year made them play even better this year. That probably doesn't make sense, but when four of the five starters come back, this whole team yeah. was outside of Henderson last year. That's the same yeah. team. Yeah, it's 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 and uh, they had a couple scares, you, you know, like they could have lost that Stanford game. They could have lost that old Miss game. Um, but uh, but other than that, like everything else, you, you know, the UCLA got a little got a little dicey into the fourth quarter, but they ended up winning that one by double digits. You know, like it's. Winning is yeah. fun. Winning is fun. You know, when I always. You know, watching the men's game, you see teams that win all the time. And 
you just go, man, winning must be boring for them. And it, seeing this women team, winning, ne- winning never gets old. Ever. 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 Especially winning this way. It's great. Guys, we just need to – we're going to reminisce about these years in a few years. You know, I'm not going to say we're going to have a drop-off, but, you know, players like Boston don't come around. Cook, Beal, this this team having all these players that are clutch, it's rare to have – you can have one on a team, maybe two, but when you have three or four, defensive clutch too, offense and defense, that's rare. There's a reason we're, we're ranked number one in D1 this year in almost every defensive category. I have been a part – I've followed some good, you know, runs that teams have done from time to time in, in my life. And one thing that I've learned is that even if it feels like it, it doesn't last forever. And so enjoy this, you know, like like enjoy this while we can. Obviously, we're going to reload and be back next year. But, like, w- w- this is – I mean – Ten times, ten teams ever, you, you know, have gone undefeated. And the women are going to go try to – excuse me, nine teams ever have only – have gone undefeated in women's college basketball history. And the women are going to set out to be the tenth. And that's just kind of incredible. What are your overall thoughts in the NCAA tournament? I guess this was a team – this was maybe the first game. I mean, we had some challenges in the earlier games, but do you think this one was the first, like, battle-battle? with a team that at least with their starters could play with us for a little while? Bryce, I'll tell you, I was very, very – when I saw the draw and I saw UCLA and Maryland both in our bracket having when, – when we played both of them this season and we and UCLA almost had us and Maryland hung with us for a half without their best player, like I was very, very, very nervous. They weren't, they weren't going to be scared of us. They weren't going to be afraid of us. Um I, 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 the, the women, they played great though. They've just answered the bell. And I trust this team to be, I trust Dawn Staley and this team to be able to figure out how to put together a good game plan and go out there and make Caitlin Clark face something that she hadn't faced all season, maybe her whole college basketball career. And that is the toughest defense that she's ever seen. Having some text tonight with Keith from Gamecock Pod. Daily, and he was talking that the Iowa game Friday night is the national championship game. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that game is pretty much the national championship game with whatever happens after that going to be, you know, a lot easier? Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, it's the, the if, if they could flip it on the bracket, I think that, I think that, um, I think they would want us meeting Iowa rating-wise in the national title. Um, But, no, it's for the Final Four. It's not for the national title. Because I'll tell you what, if they they beat Iowa and then lose to Ohio State, Virginia Tech, or LSU, it won't feel like beating Iowa was for the national championship. Now, we might look back on it if they win the title that the Iowa game was the national championship. But like, 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 I, I, I disagree. You know, this happens in sports sometimes. Like, like, you'll get in the NFL where the where the AFC one year will be better than the NFC. Like, um, and um, you, you know, and 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 
And it's just, and, and people will say that the AFC championship or the NFC championship is like the real Super Bowl. But that team's got to go out and win another game. And and that team's got to go out and play the Super Bowl. That's why we'll you play the game. So. Exactly right. That's exactly right. And and I think talking like that, I think talking like that is uh, is a recipe to, you know, to, to overlook a good basketball team that we're going to have to play in the title game if we get past Iowa. All right, Sumter, let's get some predictions. Over, under, we hold Caitlin Clark to under 15 points on Friday night. Over, under. You're setting the line at 15? 15. She's going she's gonna to score more than 15. If she scores another 41 points, do we lose on Friday night? No. Ooh. All right, so you're setting it. And we were just talking earlier. She can get hers. Just don't let anyone else get theirs. And keep the rebounding up. Even if we're missing 50% of our shots, 60% of our shots, we're going to rebound it 50% of the time. Just got to get those easy buckets. You got to have Boston and Cook having a great game. And you need to have Cardoso. He needs to have those minutes. I call it those stealing minutes where she has just a dominant three, four-minute stretches to give Boston and others and Saxon a rest. And if she keeps rolling and keeps going, this team, they can be stopped, but it's going to take a magical performance that 99.9% of teams don't have, but miracles do happen. But I'm going to say on Friday night, I'm picking us the Gamecocks to win by 10-plus. You heard it here so, first. So I, I like that. I, I like I, – it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the tighter games we've played all season, and uh, but I think we're gonna win and approach double digits. Maybe even maybe maybe have a shot at at, at opening up to 12, 13, 14 points. Um, I will say this about Clark and, and about my statement about how I think she's gonna get fifteen. I think she's gonna get fifteen, but what I think she's gonna do is shoot less than forty percent from the floor, and I think that's the key. All right, so in like her forty-point outburst, right against uh, uh, um, uh, her forty-point outburst Sunday night, she was eleven for nineteen. Okay, she took nineteen shots. Um, she uh, uh, she was eleven for nineteen. Fourteen of the nineteen shots were threes. She made eight of them, and then she was eleven for thirteen from the foul line. Right. And so I think I think we are not she's not going to get to the line on us as much as she gets uh, gets to the line on other teams. And um, and I think she'll get 15, 20 points, but I just think it will look different than some of her 15 to 20 point games. Like she might even go for 25, but like she might take she might take 14 threes and only hit four. You know what I mean? Like like it's going to it's going to be a different looking game. Caitlin Clark's going to get points. We're not going to – this isn't going to be like stopping Haley Van Lith last year in the Final Four where, like, she had been carrying – We shut the her whole, down. The whole season, and she and and she scored two points on Brie Beal all season. Like, even with Beal on her, Clark's going to score on Beal. Um, but, um, you know, it's going to be – she's not scoring 40 points. She's just not <clears> – <throat> All right, you heard it here first. So, are you saying win on Friday night? Yes, the, the, they're winning Friday night. 
And then that leads us to a championship game between one of three teams. What's the score right now? Let's get a score update. So Ohio I got it. Three point Ohio, game at halftime. And Ohio State, Ohio State's in it. Virginia Tech has come to play. Yeah. Um, so I mean, let's see what happens. Virginia Ooh. Tech, though, that's that hot team from the ACC. Little, uh, I'll tell you what. Actually, actually, it's a shame that primetime Mitch has blocked us because if Ohio State were to win this game, we get him to come on the pod and do a little Big Ten versus SEC breakdown in the Final Four. You know what I mean? Like, like that'll be fun. Ohio State playing LSU, Iowa playing us. Like, like that'll be a lot of fun. Well, Sumter, need to pose a question to you before we switch to talk a little men's. Sure. The. Women's National Championship game is set on ABC at 3.30 p.m. on Sunday. What are your thoughts to that start time? And looking at your face, you not knowing that. Breaking news to you. For whatever reason, I thought it was going to be Monday. And so and it's the men's game that's Monday. Correct. Right? So, so, so the women's Final Four is Friday, Sunday. The men's Final Four is Saturday, Monday. And they're taking a chance this year with a, a, a midday 3.30 ABC start. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. If I had known that, like, like you could do an after-work flight to get out there before the 9 o'clock tip. You could, you could do a, you could do a, like, a, a red eye, a, a, a 7, 8 o'clock flight back. I guess they're trying, they're trying to play with the ratings and see if it's going to be a difference between. I think last year's was like 1.2 million, something like that, in that championship game, or it might have been three million. I might be off, but it was. They're going to see if it's different this year. I'll tell you what I don't like. I'll tell you what I what I can't stand. What's that? Is um, is these national championship games being played? On work nights slash school nights, super late, and I and, and I think last year's was um, like just just like super late to try to get to try to get uh, West Coast East Coast ratings, you know, like where like like the football national championship kicked at like eight thirty. It was like if if Georgia hadn't just boat raced them, it would have been going on past midnight, you know. And and so like I'm kind of intrigued about this three thirty start. I'm gonna love it. Gonna, you know, have an afternoon beer or two. Like Isn't that uh, during your nap time? Nah, nah, I can, I can, I can wake up for that one. You know, uh, maybe, maybe get something going. Maybe get something going on the grill. You, you know, like early in the morning. Might have to. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna have to have some lunchtime Texas barbecue. I'll yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'll pack just, my like, like a little, a little pregame Texas barbecue. We need to see what Gamecock Eats is doing. For the uh, for, for the day, we need to see you know, if they're you know. out there. If there's a tailgate, I will show up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, but I I think three thirty on a Sunday that sounds great. Well, we'll see what happens. But you know, I'll I'll be able to get to bed on time on Sunday yeah. night in my hotel in Dallas. So you know what this 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 also means is that is that we could do a pod Sunday night. We'll see. We'll see how the internet is at the Hilton Garden Inn. Okay. Yeah, we can we can even get Glenn on there with a couple of with a couple of bullet and diets in him, you know, and, and just it just rip. 
<laughs> well, hopefully the only thing you worry about is when you go out there, the game's on the first night, you hope you win so you can enjoy the weekend and not off That's day right. on Saturday. That's right. It worked it, out it perfectly is, last year. It is like, like this is the matchup we want to see. It is happening. We, we can now talk about it. This is as, uh, as Skip Holtz used to say, what's important now? And that is, and that is winning this Iowa matchup, focusing on it. That's what we're, that, that's what we're going to do. All right. Let's switch to the men a little bit. You, you tried to have a bold statement last week that the Gamecocks were going to have a commitment from the transfer portal, but that did not come to fruition. We did have a few visitors. I had a few visits. Over the last weekend, it was a big football and basketball recruiting weekend. We had a, uh, I believe it was a, either a guard slash forward from Minnesota that visited. Yep. And then we had a 6'9 center from Dayton. Was yeah. it? Just curious, you know, we need size. And he was about 6'9, 230 with like 10 point, eight, nine, 10 points a game. Yeah. Guess what, else guard had a, guess, what, guess, guess what else he does, Bryce? What's that? 36% from three. From a big man? From a big man. That's some Chris Silva numbers right there. No, it's not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait. Maybe. It might be some Chris Silva senior numbers, year. But, but I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote a different number: thirty-six percent from three, averaging about one point five to three point five threes a game. Can which you is shoot not, free throws? Can which is shoot? not Chris Silva number seventy-nine point five percent. Honestly, can we just take transfers that can score points and make free throws? Is that too much? Yeah. To it's not too much to ask. It's not too much to ask. I will say this: like looking at this tournament this year. You know, Kansas State just had a new coach. They're in the final. They they were three points away from the final four. Like like the the transfer portal, you can just anyone can win. Like like uh, it's it, it's it's incredible. I mean, how many guys are leaving North Carolina? They've had like three guys with ten plus points a game leave. I think it's more than that. Like like I think it's I think it's four. I think they have four or five transfers, but three of yeah. them scored a lot of points. Yeah. And and like like uh, you, you can just win these you you can pick up these you the, the the metric now is to try to build and develop a core of three to four guys right that that are your guys and you just keep supplanting them with transfers I mean heck even even guys like Michi you. You, you know, like, or, or Josh Gray, who are going to stick around for three or four years as a transfer. I mean, those are development guys, too. But um, uh, Michi did declare for the NBA draft. However, he's, he's he hasn't signed with an agent, so he still has his eligibility um, available. I, I Bryce, I think he would be a fool to go to the NBA draft. Uh, he's just uh, – he's going to get some feedback and see what he needs to do his last two years. And then, hey – Gigi Jackson finally declared. We knew it was going to happen, but we were getting a little excited the longer it went. But he finally declared, and he indicated he was signing with an agent. So I think that this – yeah, this this Michi Johnson, I would not get – until he signs with an agent, I would not get too concerned if, if I was you, – you, you know, uh, it, it seems like a couple, what A.J. Lawson did after his freshman year and then – Which one? One, year. two, or three declares that – so, so Bryce, I don't know how to prove – what's the saying? I don't know it for a fact. I just know it's true. 
you, you, you know, like type thing. There's this AJ Lawson thing that's out there, and he, he declared for the draft every year, right? And there's apparently a rule in college basketball that after you declare three times, you you cannot re you cannot come back. But did he know it? I don't know the answer. I do not know the answer. I think it was just something that he did at the end of every year, and I think he declared without talking to anybody. I have no sources on this whatsoever, everybody out there. We are not a credentialed podcast, okay? But but uh, but I it, it, that just sounds like such a South Carolina basketball story that he declared and then realized he had to go and then doesn't get drafted. All right, thoughts, Sumter, on Gigi Jackson, him leaving, expected. Uh, How do you think he's going to do in the NBA? And where does he get drafted in your eyes? He's he's not going to go in the top ten. I think he will go – where does he get drafted? Ten to twenty. I think as high as 15, and I think as late as the last pick in the first round. He he will be a first-rounder. He – Setting the over-under at 15 on him is a much better over-under. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. I think we'll continue to get visits. And, hey, every couple of days, Sumter, there's another four or five players in, in the ACC-SEC footprint that are hitting the transfer portal. So let's see what happens. But as some people say, let's let Lamont cook. Let him eat. That's right. We got to talk about one more thing before we get out of here. What you got? Okay, so we've got to talk about this weird little NCAA tournament bracket that 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 the GBO podcast has done. I am solidified, I believe, the third spot in there. And I yeah, think but Chicken Hoops is Chicken Hoops number one, and he's he's probably going to win it. No, no, it's going to come down to if UConn win if if UConn wins or not is is what it's going to come down to. So I believe so. Chicken Hoops had UConn in the final four. And I think that was it. All right. There's one other bracket that's got a chance. It, it's Tim Hamrick's baby. <laughs> Has UConn winning the whole thing? All right. So so. So what happens if UConn wins it all? Uh, uh, the baby wins the bracket. The baby is going to get $150 in modern exterminating pest control. <laughs> That's right. That, that that's right. Like like uh, it, it it's gonna be the youngest customer in the history of modern exterminating is is what's gonna happen. So for for those out there listening, uh, uh, Tim, formerly from Indiana, uh, the what was in law is is one of our or, original listeners to the pod back when we were back when back when we were doing like twenty listens an episode. Uh, he, uh, he, he was living in Indiana, but they're, they're moving to, they're moving back to Columbia and, um, he did a bracket and put it in our little bracket pool where he printed and I'll, I'll see if I can put this on Twitter or something for everybody, but where he, he printed out a little sheet and he had, and he put a puff in front of it while he was feeding, while he was feeding me and whichever puff she grabbed in the matchup was who he took. She took dog-themed mascots 21 out of 22 times, he told me. And, and so, it, it, she, like, she had, she, she had UConn against NC State in the Final Four. <laughs> and it's been, such a, it's been such a roller coaster. March Madness, this, this random bracket here, it's going to win. 
if you got if you got wins at all. But it's a lot of upsets. It's been a wild year in the men's bracket for sure. All right, Sumter, any last thoughts? Women are going to the final four in Dallas. Women, women are going to the final four. And let's oh, I got one more thought. Okay. Sorry, I've I've had one or two of these. Uh <laughs> and um my final thought here is that the announcer said something amazing uh as the game was winded down that I think is true okay. about how these fan bases when we, we were up about 18 points with three minutes to go and she made a comment about these fan bases um, and how they can't wait to get after each other on Twitter. And, and I am here for it, Bryce. <laughs> GBO is going to lead the charge. We're going to find some Iowa fans talking crap and we will confront. Oh, them. Man. Yes. It's going to be great. I can't wait for this week. Uh, this is, this is what we're, this is what we watch for. This is it. So the next pod, hopefully we're talking about a national championship and we're giving out $150 to maybe even a baby on modern discriminating gift cards. (laughs) All right, thanks for joining us this week. We'll do it again next week. Hopefully the national championship edition of the GBO or other known as the WGBO. I'm Bryce. I'm signing off. Go Cox. GBO out.